When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming out of college, I was a first-team All-American, projected number two pick. And so I like to thank the Clippers, Vancouver, Grizzlies, Denver Nuggets, Toronto Raptors, Golden State Warriors, Dallas Mavericks, Sacramento Kings, Philadelphia 76ers, and Milwaukee Bucks, the nine teams that passed on me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you for passing on me and adding fuel to my fire. To this day, I don't understand how I slipped to number 10. I'm, I'm like, I was in shape, my shot was falling. I was, I was running the line drills. I was like, how did I slip to 10? <laughs> but you know, everything happened for a reason. You know, uh, everything happened for a reason. You know, going to the Celtics, I'm grateful. Another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. And we got so excited for the Hall of Fame ceremony to see Paul Pierce inducted that we took the night off, right? We took the night off. We were supposed to be doing it in studio. We were supposed to record right after the speech, right after the, the, the incredible moment. And we just decided, you know what? We're just going to soak this in and we're going to do the episode the, the next day. So here we are. <laughs> Uh, brand new episode, and we're going to salute the truth all the, the, pretty much throughout this entire episode. So we're, we're going to keep this one short and sweet. But man, what a what a fun night it was at, at, inside, inside the Causeway Street studio. <laughs> Even though it was the one time, or maybe one of the few times that we actually all got together and didn't record an episode, we left without anything recorded. Yeah, I would say Paul Pierce would definitely be proud of us. Uh, I think that's uh, that's safe, safe to be said. And you know it's what? Like, he did a- like when Doc gave him the day off, right? In that practice. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know what? Paul Pierce had a great speech, man. I thought the speech was awesome. It wasn't like, you know, sometimes the people take themselves a little bit too serious. And I get it. They go through a lot to get to that stage. It was like funny. He had a couple good anecdotes. I mean, the the pulp like you just said the Doc Rivers thing that that was hilarious that he would just he basically just came up and said I was so fucking hungover I was like hey, he's the man of the people bro he's the man. <laughs> I knew I love Paul Pierce man but uh, honestly congratulations to Paul man that was that was awesome I thought I, I think this is gonna go down as the Paul Pierce class of even though Chris Bosh headline this is the Paul Pierce class no, of- no, Paul Pierce headline it just they just had Chris Bosch go yeah. last, yeah. Yeah, last. You see, we were looking at it as if it was like a concert, right? We we're like, wait, wait, wait a minute, how come Pierce is not left? But you know, it's not really, it's not really meant to be. You know, everyone sort of knows that Paul Pierce is headlining this thing, but yeah. you know, they arranged it a little differently. But he was towards the end, and and of course, yeah, it ended off with with Chris Bosch. Yeah, I mean, 
the speech itself just felt like it was so short, you know. <laughs> Afterwards, we were just like, "Oh man, that's it, yo!" Like, like, are we, and and it's not like, uh, yeah, we even pulled it back. Yeah, and, and it's <laughs> it's not like we were disappointed with the speech. We were just disappointed that like he he finished talking. Like we were like, ah, oh, we you know we just we had to pull it back real quick and watch that all, all over again. And and we've probably have watched it, you know, individually. I, I don't know how many times since, but yeah. I mean, I think yeah. To to Sean's point, man, he 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 crushed it because it was both humbling and it was also it was Paul Pierce up there talking his shit. Like you know, you you knew Paul it was going to be a bit of that, and you knew the haters were thinking, "Oh boy, here we go." The way this thing is setting up, Paul's going to get up there and just metaphorically flip everybody off and say, "I told you guys, I'm the truth." And he yeah. did do a little bit of that, but it was it was in a way that it wasn't off putting, and of course in my opinion, the most humbling part of the speech was him revealing that at, at, at the age of seven years old, he burned the family house down. Like, what? <laughs> that's the last thing you expect anyone to mention throughout their Hall of Fame speech. But that's Paul Pierce, keeping it 100, you know? You know, showing that he was that kid that, once again, throughout the course of his entire, you know, career, throughout his entire life, someone that people didn't expect the most out of, and he, he was always out there to prove everybody wrong. Yeah, it was. it's, it's, it's good because... It wasn't just a funny story. He like he brought it back. They're like, yo, but I made up for it. You know, I bought my mother a house because, you know, that was that's what I that's what I owed her, you know, <laughs> and, right. and, and because of basketball, I was able to do that. And I thought it was interesting that he never even thought about the NBA, that he he, he really was into basketball and he, he, he developed his craft because he wanted to go to college. Like, I thought that was interesting. You know, and it wasn't yeah. until, like, you know, one of his uh, high school coaches, which was like, oh, you know, I think you could play in the NBA. He's like, well, first, I want to go to college. Let's see what happens from there. And that's. I thought that was a that was an interesting uh, point that he that he brought up during his speech. Very humbling, I think. Yeah, I I agree, and I think my favorite part of the speech was why he made it to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he talked about how he made it to the NBA, but when he listed the nine teams that didn't pick oh. him in the draft, that's what stayed with him the entire uh, Hall of Fame career. Man, was thinking of those nine teams, and you know. Uh, like what could have been, man? But you know, he's it, it just it, it it talked about what fueled him, and I think that's cool to see. Like something as simple as you still made it to the NBA, but you weren't picked. He he had himself as number two. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah, I think I think a lot of people did. <laughs> yeah, and that was the story of his career. You know, like okay, he's the underdog from the very start, from the very beginning, and, and then that was always the drive throughout the course of, of of his of his career, especially before KG and, and Ray Allen arrived. And, you know, to, for him to, to, to talk about that and, of course, the dark days and, and to give out, you know, the shout out to, to, the, to the Petit brothers who, who saved his life. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. That he was I mean, like, Paul's been through so much. And, and we, we know it, obviously, because we've been here in the city and we had such a yeah. look at it. But to see it on that stage, see it, you know, this is the basketball, the, the Nate Smith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. He's telling this story. And it's just like, man, like. This is official. Like you are one of the greatest basketball players, and yep. people can say what they want about all oh, the Hall of Fame lets everybody in, but you can't say that about Paul Pierce. You know, like uh, Paul Pierce has earned this one, and it was just a really, it was a beautiful moment because obviously we we know what it what it took for him to get there, and to see Doc there, and to see KG there, and even Ray Allen there. You uh, know, it, it was it was great. It was just even a, a, though Ray Allen was on like Team Heat, bro. What the yeah. f- 
Yeah. It's like a high like, school reunion. Show your loyalty, bro. He went with the wrong click. It was like the cool kid. Reunion and 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 the, the the guy who was sort of hung out with both clicks, man. Ray Ray picked the click that take the most pictures with his stuff. But at the same time, you he, you expect that, man. Ray he, Ray, Ray he knew picked his side, bro. He yeah, but picked K- his side officially. KG, Ray knew KG, 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 KG didn't want to. KG didn't want to dap him up or anything. Yeah. KG, so KG, KG ain't was. ready. KG's gonna do it on his time. You, you can't force. You KG know, Doc. Mistakes. You know, Doc was sitting there. Come on, Ray. Ray, come on over to the picture. <laughs> You know, KG's like, come on, man. You ain't, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna force me into a uh, photo op, man. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Um, uh, uh yeah, yeah. Ray, Ray Allen just continually, <laughs> too soon, right? Too soon. Continually yeah, yeah. telling Boston to go passively aggressive, aggressively f themselves. That's he continues to do that, bro. Every every step of the way. But hey, you know what? You know, some people like I know we'll probably get into this, but like your favorite Paul Pierce moments. We're doing all of that right now. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. The, the one thing that he brought up in his speech that I don't think gets brought that's talked about enough is we all know about the stabbing, right? And we all know about how crazy that was. He played eighty-two games after getting stabbed ten times. Yeah. That's right. insane. And that stabbing happened in what? Like August or something like that? Yo, no, no, September. September? Yeah. So a month into the season, they got stabbed 10 times. No, it was like, yo. Four for opening night. Two yeah. games slate. Yeah, yo, after after that, he was back He was back in training camp, like, not even a week later, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. It's insanity. It's insanity. Like, it was, first off. It was like a few weeks, but yeah, he joined them, like, towards the end of training camp. But yeah, he was ready to go for the. For the played the full eight, two, dog. To Derek and Tony T, thank you for saving a lot my life. I thank you. I think you all know what I mean. In 2001, I was stabbed 11 times. They got me to the hospital, and you know that woke me up. That helped me realize how precious life was, and uh, I appreciate that. Without without them, I probably wouldn't be standing here today. I went on to play 82 games that year. Uh, there was no uh, time management. What did you say? Time? Oh, load management. Right. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about that. And I wound up playing 82 games. So. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate life a lot more because of that incident. That that shows you that shows you the kind of on on a team, to be honest, that had no championship aspirations, right? At all. What, that, you, talk, what, what you talking about, man? Come on, man. Ray Patino, bro. That championship ran all over. We talking? I'm about? just saying. I'm just saying. Like they. they I, I mean, honestly. No, like, I, I, I get what you're saying. So you're saying what what Paul was saying in the. Uh, what was it? The, the Chris Mannix piece for for SI, right? For Sports Illustrated, when he said, "Man, they're getting mad at me for taking too many shots. Who do you want me to pass the ball to? Yuri Welsh, right? Oh right? And like, <laughs> Paul, <too shit. laughs> just think about it. Think about it today. Think about it today. People don't. Once an injury comes, like if it, if let's just say, I mean, look at Ben Simmons, dog, juxtaposed to Ben Simmons, bro, uh, or or and any other prima donna star, like they ain't gonna suit up in any type of adversity on a team that's not gonna win a championship, bro, or a team they're not happy about. Pierce wasn't – I think Pierce loved Boston. I do. And I think he wanted to stay in Boston because he did. But he wasn't happy with the way the organization was going. Did he – outside of all that, the, the year before KG, 2007, where he may have sat out a couple games. But who could have blamed him? They were on a 14-game losing streak, dog. Like, yeah, no, no. That's the – That was that was Danny telling him to sit out, bro. Yeah, you know? that's the one to watch. That's not even worth mentioning. But yeah, yeah, my, no. my, my, thing, my thing about Paul was – Looking back on it, right at the time we didn't know it, but looking back on it, like the right, Danny did the right thing in blowing up the squad. 
it took a little longer than Paul liked to likes to admit. But at the same time, Paul was Paul was naive into thinking that 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 you know uh, Kenny Anderson team had a chance to, to to run it back. You know, and we were naive into thinking that too. But come on, guys, let's keep it a hundred. Like looking back on it, that team won overachieved, right? There were two yeah. wins away, two wins away from making it to the finals. So you knew you had something there. But at the same time, you knew that those missing pieces weren't gonna weren't gonna magically appear between you know the Eric Williamses and the and the Kenny Andersons and the you know yeah but I mean they they needed needed one more piece but it wasn't it wasn't you know one of those stories where you're like oh man they're just right there and I think Paul Paul hung on to that for the next couple of seasons and he was thinking man we're going backwards and and of course they were but at the same time it's like that team overachieved you know yeah but yeah but let's let's be honest though let's be honest. Oh, had the uh, you know when we talk about Danny Age and his his tenure here in Boston, the, the, there's so many like what ifs with with uh, uh, acquiring players or signing players. Had been Baker been you know the player he was prior to arriving here in Boston, everyone would be like, "Yo, Danny's a genius." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that you you got you got your 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 center of the future or, or power forward of the future, and and you just you, you know you you go on from there. But Baker rarely played you made tony delk <laughs> your point guard <laughs> that that well, well no come on i i think you're you're letting you're letting baker off the hook there man he wasn't he wasn't exactly hey, he wasn't, no, baker, he was, yeah, you can't you can't he was battling he was battling baker any credit no, i get that's what i'm saying but i don't i don't think danny was aware of that or otherwise i don't think he makes that trade but i i i personally think that that one more one more run with that team i don't know you know what it was though? A sweep in the finals. No, yeah, Joel, Joel. I think, I think the thing. At that thing time, is, I think like, the thing is smart, smart enough to know, like, yo, this is Kobe and Shaq. Like, we need to, you know. Like. Yeah, I, I think the big thing, the big thing is for me, like, why Pierce was probably a little bit upset about it is because you know, if you look at the the makeup of the NBA during that time, like, outside of Kobe and Shaq, and. Uh, maybe maybe a couple of a couple other teams you very rarely had a young up-and-coming all-star duo like Twan and Pierce were you know yeah, what I mean but that's what yeah that's what that's what I'm kind of alluding to because you know in New Jersey other than other than kid like who was there who was their dynamic duo yeah no I know I know, you but, know what I mean? but, but but I think but I think the big the big thing was like I think that Danny Danny obviously made the right choice and everything and did, did what he had to do but like you know I mean, yeah, yeah, it took him five years, but yeah, he got it right. I guess yeah. Pierce was younger than Pierce was young. Uh, Pierce was younger than Twan, and that was the guy he like sort of looked up to as like you know, uh, we're gonna be doing this together. But it, you know, it's I don't know. I feel like uh, right. in, other, in other words, though, Paul doesn't get enough credit. Like right, that, that's pretty much what we're, what we're saying here because you, you look at that roster, the makeup of that roster, and yeah, of course, Anton Walker was an all star in his own right. But when it came down to it, those fourth quarter execution, you know, the, those. Those games that that pushed that run as far as it did, it was Paul Pierce doing it. Definitely, you know? definitely. And I loved. You know, shout out to, to to Ben Rohrbach, man, for, of Yahoo, uh, who who I knew from EEI.com, but putting together a, an incredible piece that was so good that that Paul Pierce himself tweeted it out. I mean, one of the things that he mentioned was was of course um, the comparison to to if if that was if something like that was happening right now. So he compared it to what Trey Young's doing, right, and all the flowers that he's received. And I'm like, man, that that's a part that that's an interesting way to, to look yeah. at it because and this is exactly how he puts it consider the flowers trey young received for for leading a more talented atlanta hawks roster to yeah. the third round of this year's playoffs and imagine how twitter would have reacted to pierce scripting the greatest fourth quarter comeback in nba postseason history to take a 2-1 conference lead 
20 years ago. For reasons he has exasperated, generally or not, we're also reminded of Pierce's dramatic wheelchair exit from Game 1 of the 2008 Finals more than the performance of the, the championship run. He outdoes LeBron James in the conference semis, and he did the same thing to Kobe Bryant two rounds later, or earning the Finals MVP. And then he compares that to how, you know, uh, Isaiah Thomas, you know, who, who beat Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson to, to get the 89 title. Like, these are the kind of storylines that Paul never fit into, right? That was never the narrative. No. It wasn't here, right? Locally, yeah. we would say stuff like that all the time. But why was that never the national conversation, right? Why was it never, oh, man, like, Paul's taking these guys down, you know, when he went toe-to-toe with LeBron James, when he went toe-to-toe with Kobe Bryant. Shit, he nearly did it a second time in Game 7 of the 2010, you know, NBA Finals, you know? Like, like, why is that never part of the story when people look back and talk about Paul's career? For the same reason you just mentioned that you thought that like, the Celtics would have gotten swept had they made it to the finals in those in, in, in 02 or 03. You know what I mean? Because that was just a narrative when it came to the Celtics at that time. The Celtics were barely on national TV until they made the playoffs. Until Paul Pierce's first playoff run, yeah. the Celtics yeah. were barely on national TV, if at all. You know what I mean? And one of the most storied franchises in all of sports, and they were... They were they were a joke. You know, they were a joke for ten years. Ten years before Paul Pierce joined the team, they were an absolute laughing stock. Like like year after year. And Paul and Paul, like you know, he he joked about it when he was talking uh, to Doc Rivers before he told this his story about um you know when he realized that Doc was the the players' coach quote right. The <laughs> fact that he never believed in load management, he's like, what the fuck is that? Like just <laughs> like like I got I I I damn near almost died. And I was back at training camp weeks later, and I played all 82 games because I love the game of basketball and nothing was going to stop me. The fact that I made it here to this, this stage, my second year in the league, it's like I'm just I'm, I'm going to light it up. And, and, and at the same time, he didn't get the credit he deserved, but he was always he's always been an underdog. And, 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 and if, if his, his speech didn't do anything else but like just him getting inducted should remind basketball fans forget Celtics fans for a second basketball fans that Paul Pierce is was not only one of the greatest but he's one of the most clutch players in, in in NBA history I mean the fact that he's top 20 in scoring yeah like come on just that alone should make people realize especially this this generation that all they do is just like just shit on them on like all on social media do your research. Go go back yeah. and watch the film. Watch the, hey, stop stop watching the the, the, the stop put, uh, retweeting the Draymond video and the and the you know him and Jalen Rose when, when they were talking about when him he said he's a better player than Dwayne Wade. It's like you know, why? See, this is exactly why he says the things he says because at the end of the day, he's just like, man, you guys never bought into me. You guys never bought into the you know how great I am. So I'm gonna talk my shit for for the you know for as much as I want to. And you guys can look up the stats and do your own homework and find out who I was. Oh, like he even said that one time during an ESPN broadcast, just like yo, go go to YouTube, look it up, look it up. You know, it's there. It's, it's you know, my, my numbers are up there with with some of the greatest scores of all time. So I, you know, it speaks for itself. How many Paul, game winners? How many fucking Pierce, game winners, Joe? Jesus, Paul Pierce is better is a is a better player than Dwayne Wade, and I will stand by that, bro. I will stand by that because after Dwayne Wade had Shaq and before he got LeBron, look at those Miami Heat teams. That's basically what Paul Pierce was doing in the early 2000s. And mm. Paul Pierce was having way more success than Dwayne Wade was in those years. So anyone who wants to, like... Well, you, mean start, after, you mean after Shaq left, right? You mean after, after Shaq and LeBron. Yeah, yeah. That's how you... That's what we had for the entirety of the early 2000 Paul Pierce. 
And Paul Pierce was putting up with way less talent, way less talent, better performances. So I love how, I love how Ben Rohrbeck mentions it, that that O2 team. And people let me forget the third leading scorer on that team, averaging double digits, was Rodney Rodney. Yeah, yeah, you know? Doug, Doug. And he was a midseason. He was a midseason pickup. Yeah, so shout out to Rodney, but exactly a midseason pickup, a great, a, a solid role player. But that was the team that Pierce, you know, Pierce, Antoine, of course, to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, the two of them guided to nearly to the NBA. Tuan was Tuan was legit that year, but like, I'm sorry, the squad, the squad was well, as much as I love that squad, they weren't very good, bro. Like, and they got to the Eastern Conference Finals on. We didn't know it though. We didn't know it at the time. Back, I know, but I'm just saying, for all those people that laugh at that Dwayne Wade thing, it is not a joke, dog. It is not a joke. If Paul Pierce came into league and could play with Shaq. Like one year removed from MVP Shaq, Doug, he would have won a title too, bro. Like you even, kidding me? Even if you want to put their numbers, you know, side by side, it's not that far fetched to be like, like, like he, like that was like an outrageous take. Okay, look at this. I'll put it this way. This, yeah, look, it the, look at the, the impact. Even, to the hate. even if you want to talk about old man, old man game, look at Paul Pierce's old man game versus Dwayne Wade's old man game. Dwayne Wade did jack shit after LeBron left. Paul Pierce left the Celtics, went to Brooklyn, went to Washington, went to LA, and like oh, had a bit moments. You know I what love, I mean? I love that season in Washington. Still, still, Washington was still knocking teams out of the playoffs. Still doing still, it. Yeah, as, as, as Toronto, as Toronto, if they were happy once once uh, Paul went to the West. Yeah, dog. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, ain't nobody here. With, ain't nobody in the East. Nobody in the East was sitting here saying, oh, I don't want to play Dwayne Wade. There was like several teams. That yeah. Yeah, the, six, the, the six put him on their on the cover of their of their newspapers, clowning him. They put him as an old wizard. Oh, him, and him, him. And that, oh, yeah. That was the one that put him to bed. And then the season before that, when he, when he, when he blocked the, uh, what was it, Kyle Lowry at the end? The game mm-hmm. seven. Come on, man. Toronto, Toronto knows all about it. Toronto knows, especially Kyle Lowry. Before, yeah. before he couldn't get, couldn't get past LeBron, he he was he kept running into fucking Paul Pierce. Come on, man! I'm surprised. Oh, you better surprised. get that man his flowers. As Drake hasn't dropped a Paul Pierce song about like overcoming obstacles and shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's like <laughs> Paul Pierce, but he's not real. He's not a real Toronto fan, so that's probably why. But you know, it is what it is. This episode of the Cause Your Street Podcast is powered by Cuban Round Cigar. It's the best time of the year. The summer is finally here. The grills are heating up and sports are in full swing. Now that calls for a celebration. The only thing left to do is get yourself a Cuban Round Cigar. Whether you're celebrating your college graduation or just having a good time enjoying the good weather. Cuban Rounds are bringing you the taste of Havana. Yeah, man. Hanging by the pool or on the golf course or really anytime you're outside. Why not have a nice fire at night and light up a nice Cuban round? There's nothing better than a good cigar on a good evening and just enjoying life, man. These cigars are bomb. Handcrafted, all natural and affordable price. Cuban rounds brings you well-balanced cigars featuring intuitive blends and construction that are reminiscent of Cuban mastery. Now, Cuban rounds offers layers of textured flavor with every single puff. Face it, the last two years, They've been tough on all of us. Let loose and enjoy yourself with the Cuban Round Cigar. They offer a luxurious experience with a high-quality product at an affordable price. The Cuban Round Cigar is a guilty pleasure without the guilt. You can enjoy yourself right now. Follow them on Instagram, at Cuban Round Cigar. That's right, at Cuban Round Cigar on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I I honestly thought that, uh, you know... They were so happy that he went to L.A. for the, to play for the club. For real. Like, I honestly thought the day that, that 
that Paul got traded to to Brooklyn, I I would I, I honestly was like, you know, now people are gonna realize, you know, how great he is. It's not gonna just be Celtics fans talking about him. But I mean, for the most part, after he retired is when like all this all this I feel like viral shit talking on him just became like a thing. I think I, at this point, I feel like it's it's a thing now. It's not. It's like. No, a, it's not- it's not a thing. Let's not make it a thing. It's not a no, thing. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying a thing in terms of like. Boy, it can't be you. We don't like it be you, true boy. <laughs> no, but what I mean when I say thing, I don't say like something positive. I just mean like it's like, oh, this is what we do on Paul Pierce. We just, just yeah, it's yeah. a trend. Yeah, exactly. Let me, let me let me say this too because I mean when he went to Brooklyn, I mean he had a little bit of a of a um, of a downturn in performance, just stats wise, right? But well, I mean, he, he wasn't yeah, because he didn't work, man. But, but right. that was coming words. Joe Johnson and, 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 right. and Williams. Yeah, but that was coming off. Darren Williams. That was coming off that. I, I I know that there's a lot of seasons that we could say it was like our favorite season outside of the championship run. But honestly, bro, that 2012 Boston Celtics team. Oh man, that was just amazing. You had you had Paul Pierce, just like. He wasn't a he wasn't a twenty seven point per game night, but he was consistently putting up twenty and six and five every goddamn night, bro, and playing some good defense. And and you know, Ron, young Rondo was huge on that team, and he was like the lifeblood of that team. But still, they people forget they were up three two on Miami in their season that they oh man, yep. They, they, they after, almost after they, were, after they were down 0-2, yep. They almost blocked LeBron from winning his first championship. If it was, you know, I think we've talked about this many times. It wasn't for some controversial calls, but yo, that team that was that was that was like we know we're old. We know we're not as good as we were, but like this is the first time we had our squad back, like the, the squad squad back, you know, yeah. uh, outside injury. So there's so many good good memories from Paul Pierce, man. I I love that guy, man. I, I do. He's just he's just the best. I mean, okay. I, I I know I'm talking a lot, but I'll, I'll pass it over to you guys. Does this is the, now this is a big thing? You know, I made the Hall of Fame, right? The Mount Rushmore of Boston Celtics. It's Paul Pierce's face on there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a tough question. Wait, I mean, oh, wait, hold on. Every time, every time I hear this question, four wait, people. How, it's four people. Okay. Four, bro. All four. Right. All right. <laughs> it's George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> Teddy. I, I, I just want to know the heads. I just want to know the number of heads. That's all I wanted to know. I don't know. I don't care about the. the it's, otherwise, it would just be it would be top three <laughs> or top five. <laughs> the whole thing is that you're going to make a Mount Rushmore of them, and it's four faces. You know what my Mount Rushmore is, and I don't care. People can people can people can you know do say whatever they want about it. My Mount Rushmore is Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Tommy Heinsohn, Paul Pierce. That's my Mount Rushmore for Boston Celtics. That's my Mount Rushmore, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I always say if we're if we're doing the 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 greatest all all time Celtic team, if he's not starting, he's the sixth man. That, that I don't know. It's just uh, the all time, yeah, the all time Celtic team. I <laughs> yeah, think I think he's five. I think he's number. He's, he's right there. He's, he's guys, guys, guys. I think you're. I I know that there's like this very like stodgy like you have to remember the Celtics of the past. No, Paul Pierce is a better player than John Havlicek. I will just put that out there, okay? You put them in one-on-one, Paul Pierce would dunk on Havlicek any day of the fucking week, okay? Paul Pierce is a better yeah, player. Everything's argumentative, than, man. We're just trying to sell it. Yeah, you know? Better player than Sam. I don't care. Tell me anybody, Sam Jones, whoever you want to put out there from those 60s teams, I'm sorry, Paul Pierce is better than you, okay? You may have put up better stats, 
But Paul Pierce is better than you. That's why I say Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Paul Pierce, and then it's a toss-up between Red Auerbach and Tommy Heinsohn, but I love Tommy Heinsohn, so I'll put Tommy Heinsohn in there. Red Auerbach didn't play, man. All right, but okay. But Red, <laughs> you just talk about Celtics. Like, Celtics, Mount Rushmore. Like, it doesn't have to be best players. All right. Anyways, jeez. <laughs> <But, laughs> this guy's a bummer. Who else we had? Well, Bill Russell was also in the house, right? He got inducted as a coach. He's uh, avoiding the question? What's up? You're avoiding the Mount Rushmore. What's your Mount he's Rushmore? Not my, he's not on my Mount Rushmore. Hey. He's not there. What, you asking for mine? Yeah. I'll go Russell, Bird. Uh, give me Russell, Bird. Paul Pierce. No, man. I'm just saying. How are we doing this right now? Look at it. All right. Jesus. Uh, I, I just think the reason why I'm doing this is I think that Going to his underrated thing. You like think one championship gets it done, man. Let's just be let's, let's, let's be honest. Let's, let's say the elephant in the room here. Like, you think that's enough? Like, come on. Let's be honest. I mean, this guy's got a whole handful of championships. Like, between the past, Russell, you know, he's got eleven. That's why Bill Russell is on the Mount Rushmore, bro. But I think I'm talking. I'm talking just the way you you pick up the Celtics after their worst ten year run, and you turn around the franchise, and you make sure that the the franchise that you took over that was a laughing stock of the league is now on top when you leave, bro, that says a lot. That says a lot about it. Forget about the championship count. That says a lot for me. Right, you're just saying overall impact. That's what that's your that's what you're basing yeah. your impact. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I can I can deal with that. So you put him in your Mount Rushmore too? Which your mean, Mount Rushmore? My Mount my, my Mount Rushmore is not just on impact. I think it's it's the overall resume. Yeah. And you know I think had Paul won that 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 second one, then I think he'd be in there. Oh man, that, then we had a conversation. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I still put him in. I still put him in over like you know the Havlicek's of the world, the Kuzis of the world. Because at the same time, too, bro. Like it's all relative. Like I didn't sit here and watch Bob Kuzi. You know, you know, I don't have a Kuzi jersey, bro. Yo, like yo, YouTube him, bro. Come on. Yeah, but then that's like that's like, you, that's same, like when, we, when we clown the young and saying, "Yeah, I don't know about Pierce." I was like, "Yeah, they no, no." But at the same time, like there, there is respectable goats. Like Havlicek, like like Bill Sharman. Bill Sharman made the top fifty all time in nineteen ninety seven. Like Bill, what is what has Bill Sharman done? Like what what did he do? Does I wouldn't feel Bill Sharman in my Why are you bringing him up? I'm just saying. There's, I know, right? There's so many, so many old school Celtics guys that are good, are, are great players, Hall of Fame players. I get that. But like Pierce is a Hall of Fame player too. So I don't know. I'd put him above a bunch of them. I mean, it's a good, it's a good argument to have. I, I, I understand. Like if you talk about a Havlicek, Havlicek was playing with Kuzi and Havlicek was playing with Bill Russell. Uh, Pierce didn't have a Bill Russell ever and Pierce didn't have a koozie ever. So I mean come on guys. Let's let's be honest. I mean well, koozie, the koozie part is I'm just like I don't, I don't know man. You could you could put a lot of other subjects, you know, that are just overall better players. Okay. I give it I give it to him that the, the passing everything is great, but and, and when it comes down to it, when it comes down to skill, like there's a lot of players that had the Celtics players that, that were just better than Koozie overall. Yeah. And that but Sam Jones, I don't know. It's tough. Sam Jones gotta be there. No? No, Sam Jones, like I said, Sam Jones could be there, but he also played with Havlicek. He also played with Bill Russell. He was on, like, you, that That was just, like, 
that whole starting there was a, there was like 15 years where out of those 15 years there's like seven hall of famers that's on that team bro that's insanity i, I like realistically that was the, like the start i'm not taking away all right, all right. does he beat out Parrish? You got, yeah, you got, you got me thinking now, man. Like he's a, he's really cracked up to my top five. I, thinking, is he gonna get to the four? I'm, I'm like, I right. think, I, now you know me. I'm big. I'm a big of the '80s teams. I think that's when you start to really look at like real NBA players, like that you could match up to today. Kevin McHale. McHale's there, right? Okay, so that's right now. He's he's my third. I okay. think I think that Kevin McHale and Paul Russell Pe- Bird McHale. I think that Kevin McHale and Paul Pierce are very similar, but I think if there's no Larry Bird, how big of an impact does Kevin McHale have? Like the whole thing that I give Pierce the, I give Pierce all the credit in the world because it was his show for the entirety of his career, pretty much. Yeah, Kevin Garnett came in 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 a way, but whose team was that still? Yeah. Who's the best player on the floor? You know what else, too, people don't mention? And people need to start remembering this forever. Paul Pierce knocked out two of the greatest basketball players of all time. In Kobe one Brown front. And LeBron James. One, yep. LeBron James twice. One was, entering, one, was entering, one was entering his prime. I give you that. LeBron, LeBron was entering his prime, but Kobe was in his prime. Kobe was in All took him down. All took him down. Kobe was in a mortal prime at that point. He was MVP that year. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was arguably the MVP he got. Yeah, and they were mere minutes away from winning the second title in two years. You know what I mean? So I that's the part I think would have yeah. would change the narrative. Honestly, yeah. look at see, but you can you can say that you, that team that team uh, um, Garnett wasn't the same player. Garnett was the same player. He wasn't always. So Paul has to really you know he he stepped his game up. I mean, you know, going be about being one on one in finals appearances. It's not it's not it's not something to to sneeze at. You know. Um, but, no, you know, and you're the second leader, and you know, you know, if he doesn't get traded, you know, if he doesn't get traded, he would have been the leading scorer in franchise history. Joel, hold on, yes, hands down, yes, and secondly, uh, it's not going one on one against the finals; it's going one on one against Kobe Bryant, and yeah. that's that's something that, like, Kobe Bryant, every, like. It, 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 he is on the Mount Rushmore of some people's NBA, right? Plus that oh wait, losing to Boston like literally changed Kobe. Like it was something that like he yeah. never. It still bothers him, or you know, and, it bothered him. And, and he, I he didn't have, and he didn't have a great series too. I don't think he should even won MVP to be honest. No, no, I think I think that year, that year, two thousand eight was the Celtics year. It was. It just de- it was destined from the start, man. But then two thousand nine. If KG doesn't get hurt, that the Lakers are coming into two straight losses to the Celtics because that team was unstoppable at the start of 2009. People yeah, think, think it was better than 08. Better than 08, and people take that season for granted. They were literally going to – they were on pace to break the Bulls record. Like yeah. 40 games into the season. And yeah, it was on it. yeah, they won 62 games that second year, yeah. 62 games without yeah. KG. Without after. KG, yeah. Well, yeah. But what after, after, the, after the All-Star break. Yeah. Damn. I don't know, man. Sean got me thinking. He might he might have to get in the Mount Rushmore, you just, man. You just got to think about it, like, with, with, a, with a... Don't get caught up in Celtics, like, old white Celtics fans. Don't get caught up with old white Celtics fans. Just think about, like, like there is, there is a lot to be said about the fact that Paul Pierce... Stuck with it 
fought through a lot of adversity. None of those motherfuckers who are retired fought through half as much adversity that Paul Pierce fought through. And to have the career he did and to do what he did for Boston, he's a lock for Mount Rushmore. Yeah, I mean, it's a good... It's also a good one of the all-time scorers of all time. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's a good so point. If he in Boston, he would be the all-time scorer. Yeah, but yeah. That's, a, that's a good point that Sean brings up about <laughs> all the white dudes when it comes to Paul's first maybe, what, uh, six, seven, eight years in the league? They're, they're just like, oh. you know, this he, he might not be the guy. He might, oh. have, to, he might oh. have to move on from him type of yeah. shit. Do you it, it was a little too hood for, the, for, yeah, for that. Do you remember, remember WEI after he got stabbed? How how crazy the the talk was about is Paul Pierce a thug? Is yeah. he can he not play in the NBA? Is he a Celtic because he was what was he doing like all that stuff, man? They didn't want him to succeed like that. Yeah. That Boston sports media thing that actually, unfortunately, is still like a a very relevant thing today. Uh, <laughs> you know, old, old white people uh, running <laughs> the media. It's the same the same reason it, why they say David Ortiz shouldn't be a first first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep, they didn't like Paul Pierce at that time, and it is what it is. But I I, I hands down, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I've watched a lot. Said, said the white guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I call it like I see him. Yeah, I I'm not gonna. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Winning, winning, winning cures all, right? Winning erases things, right? Had had Paul won that second one, then there's oh. no, it's absolutely without a question that he's you know, top top three, top four Celtic of all time, yeah. but he's yeah. for me he's he's there at number five. I don't you know no, I don't care what I, anybody says he's he's at, he's he's top five. For me, he's number three. He's number three it's behind Bill Russell, Larry Bird, is Paul Pierce. It's that time of the year, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron for the start of the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all pro college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, is now open at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. That's promo code NFL100, betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, shout out to uh, Chris Weber, man. I'm happy to, to see him get in. Um uh, we talked about Chris Bosch. Rick Adelman was also inducted. Yeah. Sacramento King, right. a lot of love last night, bro. Yeah, you know, you saw the crowd do a lot of, uh, a lot of um, familiar faces, man. It was a good, it's a good show. I just honestly, for you guys already know, I, we we didn't expect it to be that long. <laughs> we didn't. We had all the intentions to record an episode. Time <laughs> Paul was up there, man. Sean was just way too inebriated. No, I'm just kidding. No, we were just we decided to just let's just soak it in. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. No. Let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it tomorrow. So I'm glad we we did that. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like for those uh, NBA fans born between like uh, the early to mid '80s to uh, the mid '90s, like to see a bunch of players that you literally grew up watching just sitting in that crowd or either getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, you're just like, wow, like, where's the time gone? Uh, like, this this new this new generation, you know, probably could, could care less about some of these players, but it's like, yo, if you're honestly a basketball fan, if you're a basketball junkie, like I think us three are, 
you you had to you got to appreciate the things that that we've seen over the last like you know two to three decades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. uh, agreed. One thousand percent. I think it's good for reflection. I think it's good for like history because everything in the NBA is all about right now, right here, in your face type stuff. It's the social media world we fucking live in. Yep. And and I feel like I feel like where we're where we're uh like honoring right now is we got about five more classes before we're gonna get into the social media generation of NBA stars. Like Chris Bosch was probably the first social media generation star that's in the Hall of Fame. Uh and I think it's awesome to just look back on like the the, those type of players like Chris Webber, people forget how great of a player he was, man. It took him a few, a few ballots before he actually made it, you know? Yeah. He was unstoppable when he was on, he was 25 and 10, no matter what, bro. Like I that find, was, I find it crazy that, uh, you know, he, he gave so much love to sack and, and, and Sacramento retired his number and everything. And I remember when he got traded there from Washington, oh, he, he did, he was, he was pissed off. He was pissed off about being traded there. He's like, what the, there's nothing to do there. Like, you know, Washington, uh, didn't even give me a heads up, and it wasn't until like Jason Williams was like, "Yo, man, I'm about to run this shit, bro. Like, just just relax, you know, just 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 come and, and trust me on this." He also did that. He also did that when he got drafted by uh... Orlando. Orlando, yep. Yeah, man. Shout out to him. I was happy to see Chris. See Chris all smiles. You know, he was up there. He couldn't couldn't control. Well, you actually, I was, he was a little less smiley than I than I anticipated him to be. But you know, he was just—you could tell he really appreciated. It. And at some points, I think Sean pointed out, like, is he about to, about to cry? It looked like he was holding, fighting back tears, man. But he was, he was. I mean, to bring up Chuck and Isaiah, like that's huge, man. To bring those two guys up to bring you in, and uh, I will put this, I will throw this out there because not a lot of people remember this, and this is about, you know, this is this basically sums up this time in the NBA. But Chris Webber also had the best shoes. Uh, the dad ass with the spinners <laughs> on him, dog. And then he also had the dad ass with the uh, with the uh, all platinum, all platinum dad ass, man. So, yeah, he did have spinners on his shoes. I forgot about that. He had spinners <laughs> on his shoes, and he had those. I, I swear to God. Wait, wait, was that him or was that Spreewell? I think that was Spreewell. I feel like that was Spreewell. I think Spreewell, the whole spinner thing started with Spreewell. Oh, the dad said he got uh, the, the, the business. He was selling rims for a while. Yeah, I think yeah. was oh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. No, they were both on data. spinners. They were both on spinners. Yes. yes. The Spreewells had the spinners and the platinum ones were Chris Webber's. The those platinum joints, the ones that like yeah. literally you could see your reflection in them, bro. Like it was the most ridiculous shoe of all time. <laughs> Just the most. It was, it was running around wearing mirrors, bro. It's the most ridiculous shoe of all time. If it was a really sunny day, man, you got to put some glasses on. Some glasses to walk around with them bitches on. You can't. You couldn't play. You couldn't play basketball outside in those things because you were gonna burn a hole in somebody's pants. You were fucking. <laughs> the reflection was yeah. like magnifying glass, bro. Dude, how mad was? How mad was like N one or like any other the top uh, any other the top <laughs> top companies making sneakers? No. They found out that the trust free will landed a deal with Dada. So I'm like, yo, Dada. We couldn't get the trust free will. You guys kidding me? Dada. Like what? <laughs> Yo, that's like that's that's like when uh that's like when when Kawhi signs with New Balance, everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> or when uh when when um uh, Under Armour gave Steph Curry the bag <laughs> for the sneakers, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Yo, these look like dad sneakers." 
Oh, and then Clay Thompson signs with that Chinese company. Oh, did he? Clay, Clay Thompson signed with like some random Chinese company. That yeah, 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 yeah. You know who else is on that? Who, who signed to that right now? Is is KG? I, I think it's like it starts with an A. It's like an, Anita. Yeah, I forget. Oh, that's right. Yeah, onto that. Yeah, yeah. Like multicolored, like crazy colored shoes, and like I'm just looking at them, like ah, man, looks like the sweatshops are working overtime now, huh? All right, so Joel. <laughs> <what are> we- <laughs> Did we, uh, did we get it? Did we get it off? Did we miss anything? I mean, you know, we were. That I, was a lot. We said a lot. Yeah, you know, we we, <laughs> we we didn't we didn't get into our favorite moments. Only Sean kind of did, but you know, me 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 and Newsway didn't. I mean, I just I know there's hundreds and hundreds and probably thousands of memories, but I want to bring up when in 2013, the year where I thought Pierce definitely should have been an All Star. But he, he wasn't right after Rondo went down with the torn ACL and he became the point forward, putting up like triple doubles like every other game for that little stretch okay. there. That's right. And it all started when 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 they when they beat the Heat at home in, in, in a Sunday overtime game that we all we all didn't realize that, you know, why why Rajon was a was a late game scratch. And then come to find out no one on the team knew that he had a torn ACL mm-hmm. and Pierce just went off in that game. And 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 going forward, I think. There was a couple of national TV games in the next like two or three weeks where Pierce was on. He was just going nuts. He was a fucking beast. More triple doubles than he ever averaged in his co- entire career was in that 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 little stretch. Mm-hmm. And I thought I thought that was dope because uh, I mean, unfortunately, the the team ran out of gas in the first round of playoffs. I remember, but I remember triple double Pierce. That was a thing for that a was a thing. Yeah. yeah, dude. He he never really put up. I mean, how many triple doubles have you had before that? Wasn't too many. No, it wasn't, had, it wasn't that many. It wasn't that many. Like three or four in a ten game stretch there for for that year. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that's just that's, one. That's just one that comes to mind right now. That was like a seven man rotation, man. You had uh, yeah. you had Brandon Bass knocking down those jumpers. You had uh, Daniels was on that squad too, bro. Chris Wilcox, Chris out. Wilcox. Yeah. Oh, that may have been the year that Mark yeah, Dooling almost died. Actually. Jeff Jeff Green. Uh, Jeff Green. All right, my my favorite moment isn't the the coming back from the stabbing. I just thought that was a cool thing. I mean, my favorite moment is obviously, I mean, it's it's the Paul Pierce moment of of all moments, bro. It's I know it's like the, it's like this one we've been talking about every other episode. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's the it's the it's split it's split up for me between him winning Finals MVP and but that's so cliche. But you know. The 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 two thousand one two thousand two run in the playoffs, man. That was just that that was like for uh, what? How old were we, Sway? During that during that run, we were turning. I was, I was eighteen, so you guys are probably like fourteen, fifteen. We're not. We weren't even in high school yet. We uh, yeah, we were in high school. We were. No, we weren't. Eighth graders. Oh, you had you were one of those. Oh, the the old run run beat Iverson. Did the did this thing against um. Wait, who did they play in the second round of Detroit. that series? All right, the O2 run. We got you, bro. <laughs> Which one are you talking about? You talking about the 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 the, the comeback, the him going toe to toe with Iverson? Or which the one? Whole thing. The whole thing, bro. That 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 was magical for me as a fourteen year old Celtics diehard fan that literally would stay up every night watching Paul Pierce lose, and then when they finally broke the like broke through, to me that was like I'm never gonna I'm 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 always gonna be a Paul Pierce fan after that, bro. Always, you know. Yeah, man, it was dope. It was dope. Yeah, that's probably that's probably up there for me, man. Obviously, oh, is you know that's just the, the defining moment was him Finals MVP. 
you know, screaming at the top of his lungs. That That's always up there for me. That's number one. But, like, yeah, I, I would say a second would probably be that, that comeback against the Nets. I mean, I mean, looking back on it, it was just sort of that no matter what's going to happen in this series, like, this guy's the truth. Like, yeah, you know, we, we, we know he's a great scorer and everything, but look what he just did on this stage, on national TV, you know, with all the odds stacked against them. I mean, the, the, the New Jersey Nets were laughing at those guys, you know, throughout the first half. Going into halftime, like, this thing is over. And, like, I just think it was one of those moments where you just knew that he was going to be a special player no matter what. We weren't quite sure how far stuff was going to go. They were going, they were, they were going far, further than I've ever imagined. So I was just enjoying the ride. But you knew no matter what that Paul Pierce was, was, was one of, it's going to be one of the best. Or at least I knew right then and there. Like, it was, it was no question. But yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, Paul is a, is a really good player. No, he's a great player. Like, that was – no one could tell me nothing after that moment, I guess. So, that, I, I think that's those a, those two are my favorite. That's exactly yeah. where I was at, bro. That, yeah. You, you yeah. That's a lot better than I did. Like, And you know how I can tell, too? Because going to school that Monday, everyone was just yeah. like, yo, man, your boy Paul, okay, all right, you got that one, bro. Because I'm, I'm – obviously, everyone knows I'm a diehard Celtics fan. Yeah. I've been saying – everyone's like, bro, the team sucks. Why do you keep watching? I'm just like, yo, that's my squad. You know what I mean? The year before that, it was the biggest joke, you know. Yeah. Are going to make the playoffs? Does it even matter? You know, the team is trash. And then that season throughout, you know, 0-1-0-2, where they were just fighting for number one, you know, in the in the East against the Nets and just – just they wouldn't go away, right? They wouldn't go away. They were sitting at the top of the Eastern Conference, and, you know, throughout the course of that season. And then it all came together for that for that magical run in the playoffs. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think I think that, that, that magical run, like – if you think about it, I think it starts like right after Patino like resigns, right? The, the the team goes on like I think they finished like near five hundred or five hundred that season, yeah. and it just continued on into the into that next season and all the way through the Eastern Conference Finals, and 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 unfortunately, it was unfortunate that it took six years for Paul to get back to the Eastern Conference Finals, but you know we got to enjoy so many like game winners and and, and comebacks and it's yeah. He was so excited that he he, he punched his ticket to the finals. What did he need? Five games to take care of the the, the, uh, the but, Pistons. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Pistons dynasty pretty much. Like, all right, on to the next. Shut yo, it down. as rebuild. Talking about that. Talking about that. Oh one, oh two season though, bro. People that like like us, right? That were like that were following the Celtics all year. I wasn't surprised at all about Pierce going off in the playoffs, bro. Mm. We saw that every single game of the entire yeah. season, bro. Yeah, no, but, the, but the nation got to watch. The world got to finally and, got to see what bro, we would have been why, seeing. That's why I love how, how Ben tied in the, you know, comparing it to today with what Trey Young's doing. It's very comparable, yeah, you know? That's true. And that's Trae a good Young, point. Trey Young is in that realm where people are like, yeah, he's a good scorer. He's definitely going to be, you know, a perennial all-star. But no one's calling him one of the best point guards right now, right? Just like just like in two thousand two, no one was calling Pierce one of the best scorers, but he was. But but Trey Trey Young Trey Young got more pra- national praise this year, I would say than yeah. Pierce ever got in any playoff run, including the OA run. Like I would I would say that like hey, like <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. You know what? I, I think I think I KG. might agree with you there, bro. KG it's like, KG. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All's Paul, but. KG changed the culture. Yeah, okay, we get exactly. That. Paul, Paul's KG, KG was, KG's the backbone of that. Yeah. No, no, it was Paul Pierce, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? The backbone, whatever you want to call it, okay, sure. But when it came down to it, going toe-to-toe with the greats, it was Paul Pierce that had to do it. He was the executor. Yo, you put, know? It like, put it like this. Put it like this. Doc Rivers, all the bunch of things I've been watching about Paul Pierce over the last like week or so, Doc Rivers said, Paul Pierce is the only player I ever had that I had asked him, Paul, where do you want the ball? Like at the like in a close game, like where do you want it? Like where he just knew that like 
he trusted him. He or trusted him, and he was just like, "Yo, that's that's probably gonna be the game winner or something." You know what I mean? So it was, yeah. he was the only player he ever had that was like, "All right, um, you know, five seconds left. We're down by two. Where do you want this ball? Like, you you, you tell me. We'll draw it up right now." Like, yeah, it's like, like it's like it's like honestly, how many game winners? How many how many fourth quarter? Like, there were a couple that KG took over, but Paul Pierce took over Dude. when it matters every single time. One of the every most clutch. Time. And one of the most underrated players, superstars of all time. I think we end it there, bro. That's it. I think we wrapped it up with a bow. All right. In case you missed it, pause the truth. That's it. That's it in case you missed it. That's it is. That's what it is. That's all you need to fucking know. In case you didn't know that, you're a fucking idiot. Let's just put it like that. In case you didn't know it, check the tape, kid. Yeah, yo. Check out, you know, follow us on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for all your Paul Pierce, all your Celtics offseason news, rumors, and opinions. Sean loves that that oh one oh two season so much, yo. He wrote up a nice article a couple of years back about the emergence of a superstar and Paul Pierce after that that playoff run, yo. Check that out on CausewayStreet.com. Don't forget, I- subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Causeway. I remember last episode I kept saying Causeway Street, but it's slash Causeway, all right? So check out some exclusive content. Most likely we'll be talking about Paul Pierce on there at some point as well. Oh, come yeah, on. If- yeah. If it hasn't Definitely. already. Yeah. As always. As always, Black Lives Matter. Stop Asian hate. And let's pray for peace in the Middle East. Alright, till next time. Yep. We out. Peace! Paul completely understood what a Boston Celtic was and what it took. Pierce on the drive, and he hits. Pierce for the game. Yes! Nice defense by Pierce. Again, Pierce with the block. You're going to love Paul Pierce. Pierce is going to take it. Got it! For the game. Got it! Pierce, difficult shot. Got it! At the buzzer, Paul Pierce wins the game. I've always felt like we've been a team to be since I was a rookie. So, <laughs> you know, I'm optimistic like that. Right there, that's how you bring on the championship, boy. Rondo finds Pierce. Here we go. Got it. Paul Pierce is second all time on the Celtics scoring list. I think I'll get my due when it's all said and done. But, you know, I think what matters most is the people in Boston know. Yeah. And that's all that matters.